0: I cry, ship ahoy Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here called The Mariner's Call. What a blessing it is for us to be with you by means of radio. I'm going to look at one little word at this time. In fact, it's just a two-letter word. In fact, as far as being a very powerful word, it's not very powerful at all. But if you hook it with another word, ah, you got a loaded gun. You said, "What is that word?" We spoke of it last week, and we have five little five-minute segments Monday through Friday, and then on the weekend, usually Friday or Saturday or Sunday, they are 15-minute program here called the Mariners' Call. So, if you heard us during the week, you know what that word is. The word is "up." The word of the word is "up." All right, that's spelling it. It's pronounced "up." It is an adverb. And it means to rise, or to increase, to lift. Is it a Bible word? Yes, in the Bible it's mentioned over 2,000 times. I like the doctrinal aspect of the word. In fact, I guess my favorite place using this word up is in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. It talks about uh, those of us who are alive and remain shall be caught up. I like that, caught up. In the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4, it talks about what... Yeah, what I, what should happen in my life every day is that I ought to grow up. Uh, there is a couple of different animals that I particularly remember. One, uh, I don't know if you know what an alligator is, kind of like a crocodile. An alligator, something unusual about an alligator is that he grows. Every He, he never stops growing every year, a little longer. And if they lived 150 years, my friend, they may be 50 foot long. So things happen, yes, that take their life, but they always grow. A Christian ought to be like an alligator. In fact, a lot of Christians need alligator hide, by the way, so we can take some criticism. So we've talked about this word up. And I've got seven of them here, but during the week, I was unable to give four, seven ups. Have you ever drank one, by the way? Caffeine free. 7 Up, what is it? A cola product, you know? Down south, we used to call all the drinks Cokes, you know, and different flavors, but they all were called Cokes, uh, Colas, uh, Soda, call them soda water, you know, uh, belly washers. <laughs> but as far as the soda is concerned, I really did like the 7 Up because, once again, it was caffeine free. Like in the summertime, it's so hot down here in the middle of the summer. You said, out of the ocean, it gets hot. Oh, yes, my friend, hot in the middle of the ocean also. But these, as far as these seven ups is concerned, let's see if we can make them practical. Now, once again, there are a lot of doctrinal. Let's see, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, it talks about being delivered up and being swallowed up and being raised up. Let's see. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 8, talks about knowledge puffeth up. So we've got a lot of ups in the Bible. Our Lord ascended up. We are to lay up, my friend, and uh, so uh, as far as using this, I want to use it the practical way, and it'll have some doctrinal aspects, but by the grace of God, first of all, and thinking about this word up, by the grace of God, and I hope you can say this with me, that I never, ever, I never, ever want to, I'm going to use the word up now, I never want to stop, so he said, say it, Brother Mon, I never want to give up. To Give up, you know, it's a disgrace even to think about it. Christians really, I don't, I, you know, I do understand in some ways because I know the power of the enemy and I know the pressures of life. I go everywhere now, and Christians are quitting, they're just giving up. You even knock on some doors around here in this area, and you find what we call used to wuzers. He says Is that a word? <laughs> they, they used to go to church, they was. Maybe a song leader. They was a uh, uh, a Sunday school teacher. They used to sing in the choir. Have you ever met people that they used to pastor. They used to they used to serve on a mission field. You said what? They just gave up. Now we live in a hard age. I certainly understand that, but I. I I, I don't want to give up. I don't want to give up because of the Savior. really didn't give up on me. I don't want to give up because of sinners. They need to hear the gospel. I don't want to give up because of the saints of God. People are watching us. They watch me. They watch you. What if you heard? What if on this program before long, they say that uh, Brother Munn quit the ministry and went back fishing? (laughs) I, I, I have gone back fishing, but I didn't go back very long as far as... Uh, fishing is concerned. That was an occupation that I had in the past, and I do that from time to time. Uh, as far as hours and a day, not weeks and weeks, to provide some food for the table. But uh, you'd be disappointed. Uh, not that you never would hear me again, but you'd be disappointed in me as a person. I don't ever want to. I don't ever want to give up. I don't ever shut up. As far as my mouth is concerned, I want to always have it moving for my Lord. There's times I need to shut my mouth. You know, Some need to clam up, amen, so to speak. I don't want to let up. Uh, I use that because, I'll be honest with you now, because of my age, I get tired. I I wind down. I can't keep the pace anymore. But uh, let's just rest a while. But don't rest too long. After you get rested, get back to the routine. We talked about last week how we want to stay up Oh, that passage there in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 14, they took Paul and stoned him. And the Bible says in verse 20, uh, after they took him outside the town and they threw him out, they said he just rose up. He what? He rose up. So he just stayed up. As far as the fight is concerned, fight the good fight of faith. Let's see if we can get to one here. Psalm 119 verse 11, it says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So I want to store up. Store up what? Store up the word of God. My friend, within my soul, I want there to be God's word. I want to store that up in there. And when I learn a truth and learn it well, God will use it. And God will use me to maybe put out that word. When it comes to, I guess, storing up, especially when it comes to God's book, or oh, I'm to always be ready to give an answer to every man that asked it, the reason of the hope that lies in me, my friend, I'm to store up. And then I want to ask God to help me, my friend, to stay prayed up. You said prayed up? Is there a plane to reach in which I will cease to pray? No, just every day. And when I get to the close of that day, I want to have the assurance of God's presence, my friend. Work as if everything depended on work. Pray as if everything depended upon prayer. Prayed up in the sense I maintain a relationship with Jesus Christ. My friend, I also want to be paid up. Paid up? I'm so in debt to God I never I never could say that. Oh, yes, you can. As far as our Lord is concerned, uh, there can be a time in your life. What is it? Uh, I think it's the book of Mark, Mark chapter 14. There was a woman there that was there anointing our Lord Jesus Christ. And our Savior's statement about her is this. She hath done what she could. And you can get to that place in your life. You have done what you could. And uh, when it comes to, you know, we think about being paid up uh, The average person goes to maybe our obligation there as far as a local church is concerned. And that's important, too, my friend. Oh, when it comes to getting behind. Oh, when it comes to that tithe. And uh, when you get into the New Testament, get away from the tithe, get into the principle of just giving, my friend. And the title just a place to start, my friend. That's Old Testament in the New Testament. Surely that's a place to start. We can build upon that. But people get so far behind with that. I don't want to do that because God'll take the tithe out. Sometimes He'll take the tithe out in my hide, and I don't want Him to do that. I don't want God to reach over heaven with a stick or with a whip and pow, you know, across my back. I I want to stay, I want to stay paid up as well as prayed up, and I want to store up the Word of God. Let me say last, I want to stay packed up. What is that? Yes, I don't want to give up. I don't want to let up. I don't want to shut up. I want to grow up, my friend. And I want to stay up, and I want to store up the book, and I want to pray up and be paid up. But My friend, I want to be packed up. What in the world is that? Ready to be caught up. Are you ready for the Lord to come back? No ropes to the dock. No roots to the ground, you know. If the Lord was to come back, uh, the average statement by some people is the old, you know, it was an old country song, you know, it said, wait a little longer, please, Jesus. No, 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 don't do that. The book of Revelation, the last chapter there, the Lord spoke to John and he said he was going to come. And John's statement there was, even so, come, Lord Jesus. The Lord said, I'm coming. John said, come on. You know, I want to stay packed up before you go on a trip. I spend seemingly, in some areas, week after week after week, and of course I enjoy being home, just packing up, going somewhere. You know, and it's a part of my life, it's a part of my job. It's that it's I enjoy that I do not like to travel like I I used to travel, but long before I go on a trip, depending. Um, on the days that I'm gone, if I'm gone for two weeks, it takes longer to pack, but I don't go in 30 minutes before I leave and throw it all in a bag, I throw it all in a suitcase, zip it up and then take off out the door. No, it takes days of planning more so for Mrs. Munn than me because she has to see the clothes of course washed and ironed. And she likes to pack in there too because she does a much better job. But sometimes all I can think about as far as the trip. And what am I gonna what am I gonna do on the trip? You know, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about getting out of there. I'm thinking about getting packed up. You know a lot of people live like they're gonna live here forever. You know, my friend, are you packed up? You said uh Well, you're not planning on getting up a trip here before the broadcast ends. (laughs) No, I'd I'd like to be able to get up a trip before I leave here. But uh, when it comes to being packed up, you know, you can tell a person, you can tell whether a person is anxious for heaven. It shows up in how they talk and the way they live. Colossians chapter 3, verse verse 1 and 2, it says, Set your affection on things above. Are you, you know, you're living like you packed up. And uh, even though it takes days for me to pack up uh, different types of clothing, products, and items that I have to have in the suitcase, especially if I'm going way in areas of Europe or way over to, you know, we think about Southeast Asia, you know, and thinking about packing stuff a certain way, but it has to be done before the trip. <clears throat> it has to be done prior to the trip. So as far as the Lord coming back, are you packed up? He's going to catch you unpacked. It's going to catch you with jam on your face, so to speak. I want to be packed up, my friend, ready to be caught up. The word up, not a very big word at all, just an adverb. And uh, as far as this word is concerned, it means just to to increase, to, to lift, to rise, just a little word. But you put it with another word and you got a loaded gun. Are you ready? for the Savior's return? Or, my friend, are you packed up? Are you paid up? Are you prayed up? Do you store up? Now, you're going to stay up, amen? And uh, we'll shake hands on this thing with We're saying, we're not going to shut up, nor let up, nor give up. By God's grace, we're going to grow up. Now, until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Mund saying goodbye.